welcome to Turns Out She's Psychic. The podcast. Spiritual musings. Sometimes amusing. I'm Tracy. And I'm Laura. Hello, dear listeners. Welcome back to another episode of Turns Out She's Psychic. I'm Laura. And I'm Tracy. Welcome back. Yeah. It's just us two this week, Laura. It is. And um and it's good. Like, but in saying that, we're gonna revisit some of the stuff that Sophie talked about. Um, it was awesome having her on. I hadn't heard about Sophie before and um was introduced to her by you and and that was eye-opening. It was really good to hear her speak. Um and I was slightly confused, I'll admit, when I first got on her Instagram after you mentioned her name and I was like, whoa, this is this is a bomb. So I was looking at all the photos. That's when the confusion set in. I was like, wow, what are we – you can't see that on a podcast. So <laughs> you what? What, 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 is, the, what is the link between, yeah. Yeah, between turns out she's psychic and, yeah. and what I'm looking at? <laughs> and this – bombshell um but then you know if you read some of the posts she does well most of the posts she does it's pretty empowering pretty insightful as well and then having her expertise on nutrition she's fully fledged and very experienced in all of those areas so I must admit I did a full 360 and came back around to the Sophie train and she was she was really rad to talk to so well done you yeah good suggestion well, I'm glad it paid off because, like, I was flying on a on a girl crush hope. <laughs> <laughs> and that was also really cute in and of itself. You were even square breathing prior to connecting with her before she came I on was, the Zoom I was doing call. my box breathing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it was really interesting for me to think that, you know how, like, when we, um, when we see people that we might follow on social media and... Um, we kind of, it's not that we put them on a pedestal by any means, but we, we make them like, it's, it's like, um, they're, they're not greater than or more than or better than, but we kind of have that complete awareness of a distinction between that person who is known as that and who we are. And we know what we, we're very well aware of our differences in terms of, I am not that and she is that, <laughs> yeah. um, or they are that. And, um, I've met Sophie a few times, not that she remembered, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, you do, you and I have photos to prove it. So I might even post them later, oh, but that's a good idea. if you go on my, if you go on my Instagram, they're already there if you scroll down. Uh-huh. But, um, so yeah, I think for me, the whole, the whole kind of square breathing, box breathing thing that I needed to do beforehand wasn't so much about, oh my God, I'm going to be sitting down with Sophie. It was more that, oh my God, I get to do this. Yeah. Not that like I'm doing this and this is going to be so much fun. It's like, I can't believe that I am able to reach out to Sophie and say, hey, do you want to come on the podcast and chat about what you're doing? Because I respect what you do in your space and I want our listeners and our people and Laura and myself to hear from the expert's mouth about something that is I'm very passionate about and something that has changed my life completely and something that I know when I work with mentees through 
either psychic development or um, spirit alignment mentoring or Zenith, that nutrition is a huge part of what they must go through in order to move forward. And I don't know all the science and I don't know like all of the, the reasons, but she does. Yeah. So it was a pinch me. And it was. It was just like a, wow, I have, I now have access to, to this person. Yeah. Whereas previously in my life, access was fangirl access, you know, <laughs> like going to the Arnold's down in, for those of you who don't know what the Arnold's is, it's a bodybuilding competition named after Arnold Schwarzenegger, which is down in Victoria, usually every year. And I took my husband Matt down there for his 40th a few years ago. And Sophie and her, hus- her ex-husband Nathan were there. Um, and we were staying in the same complex. So I used to, I kept running into her mm-hmm. and got photos with her on a night out and things like that. Um, but that was the only way that I was ever going to have time with her and to be able to pick her brain. And now I'm at the point where I can actually sit and extract and, and really have time. And for those of you who are listening, who don't know that I am a huge Tony Robbins fan, which might surprise some people, but I am (laughs) very closely aligned with his practical psychology teachings for a long time. Um, that's for a very long time. And that's, um, it's very similar to that. Like when I had my three and a half hour intervention with him, that was like a one-on-one, it was just me and him talking to each other. Um, I remember feeling the same. It's just like, wow, I am vibrating at a point where I have access to extract this wisdom, to extract this wonder, to extract this magic. And each of those people like Tony and Sophie, for example, they each have their own magic that it vibrates at their own frequency that's different to mine. And I don't have what they have a lot of the time. And so how valuable it is to be able to sit down and not only extract that magic, but also honor and respect and recognize that we're worthy of receiving that and how beautiful it is to know that I'm now, we are now, um, at, uh, like a, a conduit for our listeners to get people's this, this information. Yeah. Sharing it. You know, like you don't have to pay for it. Yep. Yeah, you don't have to pay for it. You just got to have an intimate chat with Laura, Sophie and I in your ear. And, <laughs> your and it was just hole. the four of us in your <laughs> ear holes. It was just the four of us yeah. chatting. You so know? amazing that we get to share it all. Yeah. So cool. We're reaping the and benefits when, and passing it on straight away. Yeah. And just to your to your point of when you looked first looked up Sophie and her Instagram and her socials and just thought I can't put the link between the two. Oh, um, 100%, I just want to without reading anything, with looking at the photos, so confused. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And and you weren't the first person. I had a few of our listeners reach out and a few of my clients just say, you know what? I didn't think that I was going to like that episode. I thought this was probably going to be one of the first ones that wasn't going to resonate with me, but I'm really fucking glad that I listened to it because it was awesome. And especially the Um, end of it when you shared your little story. uh, Ah. Yeah. And... The, the there's also a few people that have said that they didn't listen to it mm-hmm. um, and they couldn't really understand why why I would have that because it's a little bit off topic. <laughs> and to that to that I would say, simply say that if you're listening to this episode, you're probably going to want to go and listen to the other one now because it's she's she is more than what you see on her Instagram and don't judge a book by its social profile. Oh, I love her even more. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 She's, she's, 
she's not what she looks like, you know, and, yeah. and I hate even saying that. But I for know, our listeners who yeah, have made judgment yeah, yeah. or passed judgment or made assumptions, you're you're the one that's losing out if you don't go back and listen. So I just want to put that out there because, um, you know, for, for me in terms of being a psychic medium, one of the hardest things, in the especially in the beginning, not anymore, but one of the hardest things that I had to internally cope with was that people didn't take me seriously because I didn't look like a psychic medium. Oh, really? And I thought you were about yeah. to say people didn't take you seriously just because you called yourself a psychic medium. <laughs> well, that too. It's but the label and I'm the image about, you're fighting against. Yeah, oh, my God. I'm talking about the image yeah. and it's just yeah. like, okay, I mean, I don't see myself as a little pretty blonde, but <laughs> that's how most people will sum it up in a, in a nutshell. Absolutely, yeah, and well presented. And little pretty blondes yeah. aren't meant to be... Yeah deeply spiritual psychic medium beings i'm supposed to have long dark hair and heavy eye makeup Mm -hmm. and wear the wear the magical secretive elusive dark clothing and the jewelry and the crystals Mm -hmm. and the trimmings and i don't and so for me a long time it was kind of like the the same thing essentially happening where where people were judging me by the way that i look and not taking me seriously And, and it's not, it's not nice. And it is like, yeah, it's a, it's like a third world problem in a way. Um, (laughs) but at the same time, people have depth and, and I want everyone to know too, from our listeners perspective that I'm not going to just bring anyone on for the sake of bringing anyone on. Yeah, I'm no, not no, going no. to invite yeah, people on yeah. just because I want to have a chat to them. Oh, I loved it. I'm I doing thought, it. Yeah. For a reason. Yeah. 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 I loved that because it really, sorry, I keep interrupting you. <laughs> no, no, no. You keep, keep going. I love it when you interrupt me. <laughs> no, but I was just going to say, um, yeah, like I kind of really thought that was a really good almost wake-up call for want of a better way to use terminology right now. But I I always try and stay ahead of, you know, my judgment and all of that sort of stuff now that I'm a bit more aware of how, you know, how quickly it can seep in if you're not really paying attention. And that's why I thought it was really interesting and really thought-provoking to have Sophie on because, yeah, she's she's amazing. What comes out of her mouth is equally as impressive as what you see in photos. And, um mm. And I just I, and when I love you know that. her story, yeah, exactly. like her story is incredible. She has been through some shit. <laughs> yeah, so it was you know, cool. it was and super interesting. There's depth. There is yeah, hundred percent. And she's still, you know, I, I love that she just um, entertains every facet of what interests her, of what she wants to do, and you know, all power to her and people like yourself that are doing that as well. Like I remember in one of our first ever episodes, you're like, why can't I have a pretty room like this and why can't I talk about that and why can't I listen to heavy metal music like it's just we're all such multifaceted people and we have all sorts of different sides to us so why the hell not celebrate each and every one of them rather than try and fit in some pigeonhole idea that we might have constructed years ago yeah and one that makes us feel comfortable if we leave that judgment right where right there with a full stop Mm. um and that's why I think that if everyone goes and listens to it who hasn't, um, it, it without being like mean because I don't want to be mean, but you're missing out and you're you're yep. biting your nose off to spite your face in a way. 
So go and listen to it if you haven't, and it'll make much more sense this episode as well because yes. I felt like um, I want to just explain a few of the things that Sophie brought up in terms of nutrition um, and just bring a bit more clarity around it. Um, but then also talk about the new kind of nutrition that is going to support you if you're doing psychic development, if you're doing some healing, if you want to raise your vibe, all the, all the nutrition and why in terms of, you would have heard me sort of every time Sophie said something, I tried to bring it into the language that maybe our listeners is used to hearing me talk about. So it, when, when she was talking about, if you can't sustain a diet, um, then it's not it's not going to be beneficial for you. And how if you don't have if you have a self worth problem or a self love problem, and you start off with a diet, then it might not hit you at the beginning, but somewhere along the line you will self sabotage because that self will peak at some point. Yeah. And so it's about being able to sustain the vibrations. So today I really want to talk about more to what my sort of comments were on the flip side of what Sophie was saying, the so that our listeners proponent. can get yeah. Yeah, just to get that well-rounded um, awareness of what she was talking about and what what I was saying in the background as well. Yeah, I love that because she mentioned how she intuitively eats mm-hmm. um, and so I didn't get a chance to get any many words in, <laughs> but I did. <laughs> I was going to ask her. No, not <laughs> at all, not at all. She also said something like, when she was coming off the back of bodybuilding or something like that, she would um, reverse, reverse diet. Yeah, reverse diet. So, yeah, if you can <laughs> define define reverse dieting and then talk about intuitive eating because it would have been good to have her elaborate. I mean, you know, in some respects they kind of make sense, like the words themselves um, sort of describe exactly what... Um, yeah, what it is, but it would be cool just to go into that a little bit more, if you will. And this is why I'm like, you need to tell me to shut up when we're doing interviews Never. because I get so excited that's and cool. I don't know you to ask to these excited. questions because they make sense to me. Yeah. And that's why it's like, I need you to ask the questions that don't make sense because they're probably all. not going to make sense to our listeners. No, it's all good because so, now we're here, we're doing another episode together and, and you got to have And we that got to time. talk about testicles for 10 minutes before we started recording. Sorry, Matt, you just edit all that out. So now our <laughs> listeners are going to be like, what? <laughs> There's no testicles in this episode. <laughs> uh, no, we, we, well, I don't even know how we started talking about them. But anyway, <laughs> you'll probably hear it in our interview highlight reel, I'm sure. Hmm. Um, so reverse dieting is basically, especially when it comes to comp prep. So if you're going to compete in a comp or if you're going to do some kind, and so when I say comp, I mean bodybuilding competition, whether it's natural or enhanced. But this would also be useful if you were going to be um, – if you were going to be competing or uh, performing or even uh, taking part in um, in an event like a marathon or uh, anything like a, I don't know, an event where you were going to prep in a physical way. Mm-hmm. So reverse dieting basically means that when you're going into the preparation stage, you will adjust your diet, your calories in and out. You will adjust them to reach the peak point that they need to be for that peak moment of performance. So when you go on to stage, um, so for the week before I competed, which was on a Saturday, on the Monday prior, I started water loading. 
So I had to drink 10 litres of water on the Monday, That's 10 litres of water on the Tuesday, oh eight on the Wednesday, five on the Thursday, four on the Friday, or maybe even less on the Friday, and then nothing. Yeah, I think it was less on the Friday. And then nothing on the Saturday until I competed. And um, you also do um like you you play around with your metabolism essentially but ultimately obviously getting up on stage it's to be able to make you look as ripped and as pumped at the same time as you possibly can yeah but if you're going to be competing in a sporting activity for example like going for a marathon run or a sprint or a soccer game or a football game or whatever you know like We've got over in Australia, we've got the football grand final, the rugby league grand final happening, and we've just had the AFL on the weekend that's just gone. Those athletes, they would have prepped to be able to perform for the best 80 minutes, 90 minutes of, of their life, of their career. So they would have had some kind of nutrition, including uh, food and, and hydration. They would have had that tweaked to perform at the best point. Now, what happens is when you, if you were to just get off the stage or finish the game or finish the run and go and just like eat whatever the freak you wanted to because you can and going to go and drink yourself into stupidity because you can <laughs> or whatever it is that you want to do, what you're going to do is you're going to shock your uh, adrenals and your adrenal system. And so you, you could probably put it, your body into a bit of shock and you can, and your hormones just go, Meh! And so what you want to do, and that's what a lot of people will do, especially if they're not taught the correct way to do things, which is to reverse diet. Um, but what it will do is um, you you will suffer the consequences for a very long period of time if you don't properly reverse diet out. So I didn't properly reverse diet out. My plan was to properly reverse diet out. But um, two days after I got off, off stage, we were flying to Thailand and the flight to Thailand caused my fibromyalgia to flare. So by the I was I was like a size six on stage, and so lean, but muscle like Sophie, not nowhere near Sophie, mm -hmm. but like I was little and muscly yeah. at that point. Yeah. And I was so excited to buy new bikinis over in Thailand. Oh, and yeah. by the time I got off the flight, if you and maybe I'll post them, I could dig them out somewhere, but they are on my social media. Um, by the time I got off the flight, I was like Michelin woman. There's a photo of my leg day of comp. And there's a photo of my leg the morning that we arrived at four o'clock at Thai in Thailand at the airport. And it doesn't even look like the same leg. It's like three times the size of the leg. And so was it just I then fluid? went to the, yeah, it, well, it's, um, it's my immuno, it's my autoimmune response to just flare up and try to protect. So inflammation protects the body. Obviously you would know that. So my body just went into, let's inflame, inflame, inflame to protect what's going on. And there was nothing happening. It was just that I'd been sitting still for too long. Yeah. Okay. And, and I, previously I'd been training for four hours a day. Yeah. And so my body was just like, what the fuck are you doing? This is not what you're supposed to be doing. We don't know what to do right now. So we're just going to go into panic mode. Mm, okay. um, and then at the resort that we were staying at, they didn't really quite understand lactose free and gluten free. <laughs> um, and unfortunately that's what I am for, for lots of reasons, but mostly because of my autoimmune disease. Yeah. Um, and so I would ask for specific meals, but they would always have gluten in them usually. Um, and so that was flaring it up even more. And I ended up spending most of our holiday in Thailand for seven days, sitting in the room in the air conditioner, just wishing to go home. Oh, really? So Aww. you do pay the consequences and you can do it quite severely if you don't listen. 
Um, but what it can do is cause extreme weight gain really fast. It can cause um, massive flare-ups of the skin. Autoimmune diseases can kick off or flare. You can lose hair. You can lose sleep. You can you can become infertile. You can have problems with your periods. It can cause so many problems. Yeah. So reverse dieting works on the principle that you go backwards in the way that you came in. So wherever you reduced or um, tweaked your nutrition, you reverse it back for however long it was that you prepped for. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she, to, for her to reverse diet out of a comp, she would have just upped her calories the way that she decreased them as she got closer to comp. Um, and she would have um, decreased her training in, in ways that she would have increased her training. So it's just basically everything in reverse of what you've done to go in. So yeah, it's pretty simple. Establish. It does explain itself. Yeah, to return yeah. to her, whatever her equilibrium is. It's really basically, scientific when it comes to that, you know, when you're counting absolutely. not only calories but everything else, like the proteins and all the electrolytes. The macros, yeah, the, the carbs, minerals, the fats. Yeah. Everything. And that's the point of it. The real point of it is that you don't shock your system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You because, want yeah. to be gentle with your system. Even training to that degree, that's really pushing your body. And that in itself, that sort stopping. of training, especially leading up to it that week, that's already setting your body into shock, really. Yeah. 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 Um, and so, like, if I was to put it into psychic terms, you know how we've talked about before, like when I prep for a show? Yes. And how, like, what I need to do um, nutritionally, and I say that with bunny ears, um, <laughs> because my nutrition incorporates so many things. It's a thing, though. Um, yeah. It's... Oh, it is a real thing. Yeah, so it's so not when bunny ears. I... Take the bunny ears away. <laughs> well, yeah, 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 yeah. So, well, Tracy's nutrition, Tracy's version of nutrition, well, or, like, the nutrition that I'm talking it's about. It's integrative nutrition, so it's more holistic. Yeah, energetic yeah. nutrition. Absolutely. Um. So the way that I prep to go into a show is similar to the way that Sophie would have prepped to go into her comp. So I, I change my diet, I change my sleep, I change my conversation, I change my access to people and, and, and locations. Um, I change what I drink, I change what I listen to, I change what I smell, I change what I wear, I change yeah. everything. All of it. I, yeah. And so when I come out of a show, I am a bit strange, right? <laughs> Well, like you, you've been there after a show. I'm not completely back to myself. You're not completely back, but uh, um, yeah, I don't know that there would be an expectation for you to be. Yeah, well, that's fair because, yeah. of course. Yeah, of course. And that's like, look what I just went and recovery. done. Yeah. Yes, There's exactly. And recovery You've been listening. is different. <laughs> <laughs> some things, some things kind of drop in at different, some at different times. Some things go in your ear holes. Some things. And stay but I, there. I remember talking to you after the first spirit sessions I was there for when I was a bookie at the door. And, um, <laughs> and afterwards. My door bitch. Yeah, I was. Bookie. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, afterwards we packed away the chairs and all of that and we were just chatting out the front after you'd locked up and you kept um like we're chatting but then you'd sort of stop and just look around really only really really briefly and I was like what is that about tell me and she's like you were telling me oh you said something like oh they're all just starting to leave and there's just a couple of loops that are sort of on 
on repeat, but it's okay. It's fine. They're all, they're all just going away. And I'm like, tell me more. What do you mean? <laughs> Who are they? Are they people that you didn't get a chance to connect with? Or are they, you know, you know, people that weren't there that were supposed to come? And you're like, oh, people, like the spirits just float in. They might not even be connected to anyone that attended. They were just, they were just there because they saw a light on. So they were just passing by. <laughs> That's it. Mm. It's so interesting because I don't remember that conversation. Of course but anyway, you don't. <laughs> of I know that doesn't don't. surprise you. <laughs> <laughs> but it was cool. Um, and that's another thing too, you know, like when we when we think about our nutrition from psychic development or practicing our psychic um, abilities and craft, um, we have to know that there are the two parts to us. There's the consciousness and then there's the human vibration frequency. And so our conscious frequency is usually what we know to exist or what we believe in and what we hope to see. And a lot of people who are practicing psychic development have a pretty, a pretty good conscious in terms of um, being quite open. You know, they're not a closed conscience, a conscious where um, they don't believe in certain things. They're probably likely going to believe in reincarnation or in ghosts or yeah. in in being able to see into the future the or whatever. Possibility of anything, really. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so there is there is a huge element to the conscious nutrition that goes into prep, but when it comes to sort of really um, talking more to what we spoke about last week with Sophie um, and the the prep of of the human self when it comes to practicing psychic craft um there is a lot that goes into that physical vibration because that's the difference between being good and being fucking awesome and having sold out shows or like people wanting to to pay whatever it is to come and see you because your time is valuable because you're the one who's mastering their craft or you're the one who is doing what it takes to be the best or be the better. Just like an athlete or anyone else, the ones that do more, usually the ones that win. And also the ones that dedicate yeah. more. Yeah, no. I was just going to say also sustainable for you or for that person in the long run. Absolutely. So... I have to think about what it takes in order to to do what I do as a full-time job. You know, like this is my gig. You know, this is it. It's your livelihood. That's how seriously you take it. Yeah. And so my nutrition is like a non-negotiable. It's one of those things that I know where I've got room to play and when I can play with it. But 80% of the time, probably even, no, I'd say 80% of the time is more fair. I'd like it to be 90% and sometimes it is, but at the moment, especially during COVID, it definitely has not been 90%. You're still human. But if we just, <laughs> yeah, but if we say 80% is average for me, um, that's where like it needs to be in order for me to stay able to be as good as what I want to be. And so I don't know if our listeners, I don't know if I heard, if I spoke about this, how, um, I started, I, like I did exactly what I did last year when, when the pandemic hit and I just started doing nighttime readings. But then about a month into it, I was not happy. I mm. was struggling. I was reading, doing my sessions and I felt like, like I could perform in rabbit ears. I could <laughs> perform, but, um, it was like, it was really hard for me and it's never hard for me. And I don't want it to have to be hard for me, especially because I know it doesn't need to be. You found it. So it's kind of like, if, mm. 
Yeah, so it's kind of like if you haven't been running for a while, if you're a runner or you haven't been lifting weights for a while, if you lift weights and then all of a sudden you start again and you're just like, oh, this sucks. The beginning sucks again <laughs> and I get sore muscles again. And it's the same kind of thing. You know that you can be fit and strong and capable and you know that you can be on fire and have the body that you want or and have the energy that you want. And so you kind of get angry with yourself that you're not doing what it takes to live at that standard. And so as a professional psychic medium and spiritual teacher, I, that is like the, that is the number one thing that I am responsible for in order to do what I do. It's like a, it's like Sophie with her coaching for people, for girls, for natural bodybuilding or bodybuilding for her, her job is to be the best coach at that, that she can be, or to be the best on stage that she can be. So, of course, we're not all going to look like that full time because it's not our job. That's right. Yep. Yeah. It's a fair point. So her nutrition and her exercise are her non-negotiables for her job and my nutrition and my exercise are my non-negotiables for my job. Yeah. They just look different. So So we're heading over to the psychic sort of stuff. With you yeah, now. and just with that intuitive eating. Yes. Because um, she mentioned to that. To sort of touch on that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I do quite a lot. Mm, you um, do. Except I have parameters around it. So, like, um, I don't eat, like, I hate eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I, I would prefer just to eat when I feel like I need to eat. Yeah. Um, like uh, there's so many times over the years of our friendships where you're just like, when did you eat? (laughs) What did you eat? Mm -hmm. And it's just like, I don't know. I haven't eaten today, but to a normal person that would sound like, well, look after yourself and sit down and eat. But I'm not a normal person when it (laughs) comes to why I'm not eating or why I can't eat. And it's so funny because I've just finished up four days with it. And it's a shame because I've had a migraine for the last four days, but yeah, haven't you ever, I'm supposed to be. Yeah, I'm supposed to be doing a Tony Robbins virtual event at the moment. It started on Saturday and finishes tomorrow. And I was supposed to be in Fiji, but obviously for certain reasons I can't (laughs) be. Um, And so I've been doing it virtually and Tony came on and did a bit of a talk and he was saying how when he he comes out, he comes out at 10 o'clock in the morning and he does not get off stage until 1 o'clock in the morning. And you do not see him drink. You do not see him eat. You do not see him go to the toilet. You do not. This man does not stop. And a lot of people talk about that in that space. But for me, it was just like, oh, thank fuck. There's someone else like me. (laughs) (laughs) And yesterday I heard him talk to this and I'd never heard him talk to this before. Hmm. And he was saying how when he is on those days when he's going for over 12 hours straight, he's not him. He's having a complete out-of-body experience and he does not need to eat or to drink or to go to the toilet because he is much more of a spiritual being than a human being. As in channeling, would you say? Would Correct. you like well, it to? Well, no. He, no. You just become a... Con- channeling... Well, see, that's, an, that's a funny word for people like me, channeling. It is, yeah. Um, We become more of a um, messenger. Okay. Yep. um, For divine guidance and divine wisdom. And that's what he's doing. He doesn't, like, the way, when I saw him work, the times that I've seen him do what he does in person, 
I get it. It's like, you're, you're like me. And I remember the first time I saw him in person, I was with Matt and I was like, he's exactly like me. <laughs> like, I know what he's doing. And Matt's like, really? Like, I get it. Like I, he's standing five foot away from me and I could feel it. I, I just know say, this man is that. exactly like yeah, me. You could feel it. Yeah. You could, I remember you saying you could even feel it in your teeth. You could feel the energy. Well, that's when I had my intervention with him. Mm, okay. Yep. It was like him and I in this like tunnel like a vortex and like my teeth were vibrating mm. <laughs> and I felt lightheaded and there was, there was 3000 people in the room, but I saw and heard nobody like, and I felt like I was floating. I don't remember actually being connected to the ground. Like it's just such an, such a higher vibration. Yeah. But when he said that he doesn't eat and I noticed that he wasn't eating, drinking or going to the toilet. And of course I notice it because I'm like, that's like me. It same. makes sense yeah. to me. In, yeah. that, in that working space. And I think when I check on you, you mentioned, I, I talked to you about all I ask you when you've eaten. Um, it's one mm. thing if, you know, if you have prepared for it and then you're recovering for it and you're accounting for that time where you know, you're not going to be drawing on food, drink, whatever it is. It's another thing if something's a bit off and I might ask, well, let's just think about the body you're in. Has it had anything <laughs> that it might need? Yeah, right any now? sustenance? <laughs> yeah, because, you know, we're still in a human body. <laughs> yeah, and that's but when that's where it comes recovery. to prep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I can prep my human body and mm-hmm. my human form as Tracy yep. to 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 give give this body this humanness yeah. over to the the the, yeah. the information that needs to come through yeah. because I have done my job yeah like it is it is my job to make sure that this body can carry what it is about to carry yeah so intuitive eating is when we when when we're not in one of those situations and we're just going through our day-to-day life, Daily. just as yep. Tracy and Tony, yep. um, what I will do is have parameters. So I know that I don't eat red meat. Now, I don't eat red meat because at the age of 11, it was something that repulsed me so bad and I could not figure out why. And everyone was like you're one of those people who just love to save the animals. And I'm like, you know what? I couldn't give a fuck about the animals. And I know that sounds really harsh for me to say it like that. And I love, I'm not an animal person, but I definitely give a fuck about animals, but I didn't want people to just assume that it was because of the animals, because it freaking wasn't. And I couldn't explain why all I knew was I did not want to swallow it. And anytime I smelt it or I put it in my mouth, I wanted to vomit much like the testicles we were talking about before we started recording. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so um, didn't do it for you we, but yeah but red meat is um a very low vibrational food so if you're someone who's wanting to enhance your psychic abilities develop them practice them um or even wanting to do card readings for friends or whatever you want to do i strongly advise staying away for a sleep cycle so from you basically don't want to go to sleep with meat in your stomach to digest the day before that you're going to be working. Bingo. So eat meat two days out if you're going to eat red meat. That's practical White advice. meat is fine, um, but when it comes to... So I would say that I am probably more pescatarian than anything else because I eat fish and I do eat chicken. Um, but um, there are certain types of... Um, seafood that 
that is very acidic and low vibrational and I'm just going to call them bottom feeders so it's all of the yummy seafood like the lobster <laughs> and the prawns that crawl along the bottom of the ocean um, so they're the ones that you want to stay away from yet when I am not going to be working I will eat prawns until I am sick I love and prawns. I love lobster <laughs> and I love crab and I love yeah. seafood mm. but if I am prepping for something then my parameters, I, I, I've got to just, just like bring down my parameters. Rain it in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's um, dairy. So I'm lactose free for, you know, I have um, stomach, you know, intolerances. Same. Um, but <laughs> yeah, but dairy is one of the lowest vibrationals because it is mucus forming. Mm. And where it actually is the biggest problem for it to form mucus is in the liver. And so the liver is what processes most of our shit. Not shit, actually. I'm going to change that because in what we're talking about, shit is probably the... It's a nice That is not where our, our shit is processed. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And so the toxins that come through um, and that liver, it's going to... It's mucus forming and it's the last thing we want for our blood to travel around our body. So we, I stay away from lactose, but... In saying that, I am not a huge dairy fan anyway. Like, I very rarely have milk. Um, I eat lactose-free cheese, and I'm not someone who goes and just has an excuse to eat cheese all the time. I'll eat it when it's there, but not go out of my way to eat cheese. Um, I do like yogurt. I eat lactose-free yogurt, but at the same time, if I'm prepping for something, I'll stay away from all dairy, including lactose-free dairy. Yeah. So... Again, if you're wanting to do something like go on a haunt, a haunted tour or an investigation or do some card readings for some friends or spend a day meditating and sitting with your cards and connecting to the divine and enhancing your abilities, stay away from those things. Um, refined and processed foods, um, including processed sugars and refined sugars and things like that, I stay away from all of those too. So when it comes to what I do eat, um, it's very minimal. So my, like in terms of my choice, but yeah. I'm totally okay with that because I think because of who I am and where I am in my evolution, I honestly think I have zero attachment to food. So I see it as a, like a means to an end and nothing else. So I will tend to sometimes, I crave root vegetables usually when I'm prepping. So I usually want potatoes or sweet potatoes um, and pumpkins and things like that. Um, I usually grounding. want nuts. Yeah. And that makes sense because so you're connecting. It does make sense. Mm. Yeah. Um, but what I also know is that I'm going to want to counterbalance it with being able to open up the upper chakras, the spiritual chakras. So I will focus a lot on... Um, like purple foods, like blueberries and the purple cabbages, um, purple potatoes, like anything that has that purple color in it. Um, and, and, uh, just kind of, um, lighter in general, like more water based than, yeah. than anything else that don't not, have much density. Yeah. Not much to break down for your body to process. Yeah. Um, and if you actually broke down and looked at the micros, like Sophie was talking about, so macros are your carbs, your fats, and your proteins. And then your micro micros are your nutrients, like, um, your salts and your potassiums and all of those 
iron and all those things. Yeah, the minerals. So if yeah. You're, yeah, minerals, yeah. And so if you're going to be um, prepping to want to enhance psychic abilities or like I was mentioning before, what you want to do is thinking about just making sure that your micros are really supported and that your your vitamins and your minerals are, are doing what they should be doing and that you're paying attention to those. And then the macros will kind of take care of themselves off the base of those micros. Mm-hmm. Yep. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. So, like, if I want potassium, I'm going to want a banana and a potato. <laughs> yep. Carbohydrates you know, so it's going to well. Potatoes are amazing yeah. and sweet potatoes. I know I'm biased because my mum's from Peru and that's where potatoes come from and there's, like, 40-odd varieties of potato there. But seriously... They're amazing. And your best friend's a potato. And my best friend, <laughs> I think this is one of the things, you know how we're so different? I think that this is an element where we're exactly the same. <laughs> oh, really? You would be a potato? Yeah. I love potato. Yeah, I'm surprised actually. when Maya came out, she wasn't in the shape of one, like a potato oh, gem. Really? Rather, because I had a thing for potato gems when I was pregnant with her. But yeah, <gasps> have always, Fatty. always, I know, but they're so good. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> they're oily. Yep. And delicious. Mm. <laughs> oh. Crispy on the outside, soft on the inside. <laughs> anyway, um, yep. <laughs> yeah, actually you'd probably be a potato too. Oh, a hundred percent. Yep. Yep. I'd like to yeah. think I was a sweet potato. <laughs> But potatoes are just uh, a little bit more delicious. But sweet potatoes, nutritionally speaking, are a little bit better for you, a little bit more higher in the nutrition. But potatoes are awesome and they're so versatile. And sweet potatoes have have no calories. Don't they? No, it actually sure? to eat sweet potato burns calories just to eat it because sweet potato is a zero-calorie food. Oh, okay. I think that's because it's a little less dense, like your body works less hard at breaking mm-hmm. it down and metabolizing mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, also green foods like <laughs> yes. peas and beans and snow peas and cabbages Greens. and lettuces, they're really, really great for being able to support that prep as well. Mm. Um, so just like to make it really simple because everyone knows that I hate being in the kitchen and I'm not a kitchen witch, <laughs> but I like to do convenience. I, convenience will trump everything. I will eat healthy and so good for me if you make it <laughs> yeah you know like it's, it's all convenience for me so I yeah. buy the mixed bags of um salad um mm-hmm. that have got all the colors of the rainbow in it that I can get in there and I will usually eat those yep it's a good way and of that's, doing it um, yeah yeah and then if I feel like protein then I'll usually have chicken at that point for a prep yep um but the way that I will intuitive eat at that point is more of an intuitive, an intuitive awareness based around of what I know makes my body work and what it needs. And so how I know what it needs is usually just through a psychic ability, so clairaudience. So I will ask sometimes what I need and I will just hear what I need or I'll be shown the color of what I need and then I can pick whatever I want from that color. So cool. Yep. The other thing that you can do, which is really cool for our listeners, is you can use um, you can use kinesiology 
to choose whether something is what you need or not. So Go on. there are two tests that you can do for yourself. One is that, say, for example, let's pick up a tomato. So if everyone has a tomato, go and pick up a tomato in your left hand and hold it against your chest where your heart is and, and think about eating that tomato, just like biting into it and eating it or cutting it and eating it, however you would eat a tomato. And what you want to do is if you've got someone with you, you want to put your right arm out, like right in front of you, straight out the front as if you had your hand on someone's shoulder in front of you. And you want your friend to push down on your hand to see whether, like to sort of see whether or not he, whether he or she can push your arm down or whether you can keep the pressure fighting back on the hand. So you want to push against it. If your hand goes down, then it means that the tomato is not for you. And if your hand stays, it means you can eat that tomato. <laughs> and it, it comes down to the energy of it. But if I was to get you to do an egg, a raw egg, and we did that test and say your hand went down so you can't eat raw egg, not good for you. But if I said to you, okay, now, Laura, imagine that egg scrambled. Imagine eating scrambled eggs right now. You might be able to keep your hand there. And then if I said to you, imagine it fried, your hand might drop down. And if I said to you, imagine it poached or boiled, you know, and whatever your hand did. So sometimes the preparation of our food can sometimes mm. change as well in terms of what our energetic field needs and will reject. And it can change over time. Sometimes what we need now might not what we need in a month from now when we're ovulating again or when we've got our period or when we're staying away from in a different place, in a different environment and our energy is different or whatever. It's very much in that moment your body's responding to what it needs right now when the question's asked. A lot of the time. Only when it comes down to food that you know that sometimes it's fine and sometimes it's not. Okay. But it's a... It is something that you can do for anything. It's not only just food. It is um, any kind of nutrition. So it could be a shampoo and your conditioner. It could be your makeup. It could be the clothes that you wear. It could be the sheets that you sleep on. It could be the music that you're listening to. It could be anything. The person like we're thinking you're hanging nutrition. out with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could do people. <laughs> Lara, just come here for a second. Let me hug you. I can't go to work Matt, today because when I did my kinesiology <laughs> test this morning... We're energetically, we just didn't vibe. <laughs> if only you could write that out on your leave form. Didn't vibe. <laughs> on a script. <laughs> I need to just get a script pad. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> the other thing that you can do if you're by yourself, but also what you can do to test yourself sometimes too, is hold that tomato or hold that egg or hold that conditioner or whatever it is against your chest with both hands and just imagine experiencing whatever that thing is, whether you're eating it or using it or wearing it or whatever. But what you want to do is notice whether you're falling forward when oh, you have it or whether okay. you're falling backward. So that's what you're looking for. Forward is it's good for you. Backward is it's not. Okay. I love this practical yeah. advice. And I'd mm -hmm. like to it's in really a future good. episode talk about kinesiology a bit more with you. That would be good. Yeah, I don't know too much about it, so we might need to get a kinesiologist on. Yeah. I can, get, I can get one. I know one. I know a few, on. but... If you, yes. you can get a lasso and, you know, round one up, <laughs> we can ask some questions about where it's from, what it does, all of that sort of stuff. That would be cool. Yeah. Um, and one of the other things that I have seen done is yeah. um, where if, for example, um, you've got like a tomato in your hand and you, you it's like the only food you have and it's like, Oh fuck! I fell backwards. 
and but I need to eat and the tomato is the only thing that I can eat then what you can do is get your like hold the tomato in your left hand and get your or in your other hand and you want your dominant hand to be able to do the magic so oh, what okay. you want to do is put two fingers up as if like you're smoking a cigarette like mm-hmm. the, that form of two and then you put those fingers together and then you get this is so hard to do without being a visual um, yes because it's a podcast I get the benefit because yeah. I'm watching you <laughs> Yeah, but what you want to do is kind of hold your hand over the top of the tomato as if like you're about to stick your two fingers in the top of the tomato going straight from the top through to the bottom. But you don't want to do that. You just want to go close enough to it. And you want to go in a clockwise direction with your fingers to spin the energy around. Clockwise. And your intention, yep. So your intention is to basically change the energy of the tomato so that it's good for you. So you want to keep doing it and doing it and doing it, and then you hold it on your heart and you see if you fall forward or backwards, and you just keep doing it until you fall forward. It's very Harry Potter. Harry Potter would do that. But it works, and it does work with chalk mint biscuits. glasses of wine it works with lots of things that you want that you should not have (laughs) but it works so you magic it up and and you yeah you twirl that motherfucker around and around and around (laughs) until until your body says okay i cave in Uh-huh. I can see all of our all of our listeners Googling this kinesiology shit oh just God. going, what the fuck? Surely not. Oh but you'll see. I'm not lying. It it's works. the it's truth. It's what happens. Biscuits. You're the best. Yeah. You're yeah. so cute. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's a really oh, great way to help yourself get or to help you. Lots of things are beneficial out of that. One, it helps you get more in tune with your energy and understanding the impact of the nutrition around yeah. you. But also um, it obviously helps you eventually because if you say no to the things that aren't good for you nutritionally, then obviously that's really good for you in the long run. Yeah. And I love that you were talking about nutrition. Um, And I know it's not new news for like our rivers and the tribe and all of that about nutrition um, incorporating everything that we consume and that we come into contact with so it's not just what you're putting in your mouth like you were saying it's the music it's the people it's the places you're at it's absolutely everything that we're consuming one way or another that's nutrition so for the people that haven't done the boot camps and and all of that um that's what nutrition is energetically speaking it is and so like we will go into prep mode it will go quiet i need to be alone I need to listen to certain things. I need to say certain things. I need to feel certain things. I need to hear, like I, all of my senses need to be um, fed in a way that I know is going to best support what it is that I want to do. Yeah, to provide the service. So for those, yeah, so for those of our listeners who identify with psychic abilities or some kind of, if you can hear that noise, it's just Dash. He's playing and sneezing and he's all excited. I was going to say, it sounded like he's sneezy. Yeah. Dashy it's boy. It's just dashy boy. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. Yes, I'm talking about you. I did have say a, hello. a question. <laughs> yeah. I always have questions, but this is a fairly large one and it, it's topical from time to time. Um, and it comes down to when you were talking about red meat being the lowest vibrating meat, uh, white meat being 
a little bit okay or that you actually eat white meat, you don't eat red meat. I want to talk, so there's a sort of two parts to this question or two questions really. Firstly, the organic side of things. Uh, we all know and have heard it's widely publicised that eating organic as often as you can is better for your system, it's far less pesticides, all of that. Um, so there's that, um, but I feel as though the, the answer is, of course, it's better for you because it's using much less pesticide. But if then the organic food comes from thousands of kilometres away, whereas something more local, you know, you've got to weigh it up yourself, the, the risk and the benefit and all of that. But the other question I had, so feel free to put your um, two cents worth no. into that. Um, I agree with that. Okay. Um, and then the other one is um, the with the red meat and the white meat and whether or not, um, you know, free-range red meat um, that has been fed on grass and, you know, really well looked after, is that going to be a bit more better in bunny ears than just red meat that, you know, maybe hasn't been cared for as well. It's not pasture-raised, it's fed on grain, it's kept in a stall, that sort of thing. It hasn't been as happier in its life as opposed to white meat that might have been kept in a cage. It hasn't been free-range, that, sort of, that sort of element to it. That, um, I, you know, it just sparked that interest when you were talking about that. Yeah, so 100% eating, um, you know, ethically raised beef and, and red meats um, is 100% the better the better option, whether it's pesticide-free or not, just the fact that it's been humanely treated and yeah. likely humanely killed and likely humanely, um, you know, dismantled afterwards and prepared afterwards and the intention behind the farmer... Um, is probably a, a lot more spiritual than than anything other, um, and I have a lot of clients who will who who eat red meat. Like if I actually oh, liked I red meat, red I'd probably meat. eat it. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not against eating no, red meat. It's not being at against all. it. No. Yeah. No. Um, however, um, there are a few things that I will talk about to this. One is that if I did eat red meat. Um, I would stop eating it 48 hours before I was doing a show. Yep. I would only ever eat red meat on a Friday night because it would not support my job for the rest of the week. But yep. Friday nights are my night where I can kind of do – my parameters get wider on a Friday night because I'm usually not working until the Monday or the Tuesday. Whoop, whoop. Friday um, night. Yeah. Friday night. Um, so – there are a few different factors around that, um, yeah. but if you if you are wanting to get better with your psychic abilities, cut back on the red meat. Yeah, because it's and still And when you do eat, yes, and, well, there's a few things which I'll talk about, but when you do eat it, try and do what Laura just mentioned, which is to go with the ethically farmed red meat. Happy cows. Um, <laughs> yay. Um, there's lots of places up here that do it where we are locally. My uncle um, used to. He used to be a beef farmer, but, oh, my God, his cows were like pets until they, you know, got sold. Aww. But up until that moment. <laughs> <laughs> You're so cute. Up until that moment. Yeah. Um, and so the other thing too is, though, that there is this real deep um, deep connection. Like if you think about like over in India, for example, cows are sacred. And there's a reason for that. Um, 
kangaroos are our, you know, are one of our native animals. Um, deers are said to be extremely connected spiritually. Um, there's a lot of a lot of stuff, a lot of heavily rooted spirituality when it comes to animals. And so for a lot of spiritually inclined people, there is a deep connection to um, recognizing that that the spirit of of the animal in its life, in its death and in its afterlife needs to be respected and is eating at something that honors it or something that disrespects it. And in some cultures, you will find a different answer. Yeah. Um, and so it is, in my opinion, it's a very, um, like with everything, and you'll this will always be my answer no matter what it is, it's a very individually um, decided option for yourself. But... If you are someone who is using that, um, I guess, that that understanding or that belief system and that value behind not eating meat or whatever, then um, you... I would I wouldn't want to challenge but I would want to also understand what other beliefs and values there are and whether or not they contradict and it's not it's got nothing to do with me like it would just be a great conversation to try and understand more yeah. of what yeah it would be very interesting to me to understand how these values can change in certain ways align. yeah yeah, because mm-hmm. if you are spiritually connected to an animal and therefore this results in you not doing or doing certain things, then how are you spiritually connected to other people and what does that result you in doing? Because ultimately we're here to be human beings, not animals. Well, and we are animals. Human beings are yeah, animals. Yeah, but we're human. We have yeah, a different but- level of consciousness. We're from a different kingdom. Mm-hmm. Where we're in the human yeah. kingdom and yeah. they're in the animal kingdom. So we are animals, but we're not in terms of spirit. Spiritual, and so, okay. Yes. And so when you are of that spiritual realm, of the human spiritual realm, you need to spend, in my opinion, what we're here to do is to evolve spiritually as humans, not to be stuck on or go back to what we spiritually evolved through in our animal kingdom time. Interesting. It's, we've we've yep. done okay. that. Yep. We have done that. Yeah. And that's that's my opinion as to why um, there is such a uh, a division or a misunderstanding or still so much bullshit that goes on between the two communities of the meat eaters and the not eat meaters, <laughs> not meat eaters, meat for eaters. example. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it's usually, I think, because most of the people, and I'm generalizing here, but a lot of the people that I speak to that are of the pro-animal nature Mm -hmm. are beautiful people, but their focus... Um, they're not expanding through their cause. They need to. They need to focus on their human experience and spiritual experience of human, mm-hmm. and that will have their cause for the animals be amplified so much. You know, they they will be able to support and sustain the energy f- to be that voice. Good intentions, Whereas, but yeah, um, well, not but they're not sustaining butt, it. But just they can't sustain it. Because yeah, they're perhaps. not vibrating yeah. from a spiritual perspective where they understand humans and how to how to sustain that frequency among humans. Yeah. That's what the aim should be. The spiritual for the comprehension animals. and overview. 
is is yeah. different. Yeah. Or is perhaps yeah. misaligned in your language. Yeah, and mm. yeah, and yeah, misaligned, but also just their, it's just their focus. So yeah. getting them to just go, okay, everything that you're doing, you're bending over backwards in some cases. You feel like you're pushing shit up a hill. You're feeling yeah. like you're proving yourself or justifying yourself it's hard or work. the no yeah. one takes you seriously. It's hard work. That's because you're not vibrating at a frequency that supports what you're trying what to you do. Want. Your mission. Yeah. You're not prepping for your mission. I love that. Yeah. That speaks to anything really, but in this instance we're using this. Yeah, I love that. And that's the same with what's happening right now with vaxxers and anti-vaxxers or vaxxers and and not anti-vaxxers, but vaxxers and people who aren't getting vaccinated. They're not anti-vaxxers, they're just not getting the vaccine. You know, this is the same thing. It's like you're all having, you're all just in this one big mosh pit and you're all just speaking to be heard. And if you step out for a second and evolve your spiritual self in this human experience, you won't need to feel the need to speak to be heard. Yeah. You will vibrate at what it is and you will experience at what it is that you want without needing to be speaking to be heard. Yeah, I, I feel really comfortable with my decision. It's not something that I lose sleep on at all it means that I can work where I work and and I know that's where I need to be right now and that's it that's absolutely it It causes you no problem whatsoever because you have resolve but I I reached that point it took me a while to reach that point I'm not going to say that it was just something I, I I knew straight away you know that's not that's not the case but no once I decided I'm totally fine with that yeah. Yeah. And that's and I'm that's your resolve. And resolve is important. <laughs> yeah. Resolve means that you're aligned and you're congruent and you're yeah. coherent. So it's actually coming out of you and it makes sense to what you are doing. Yeah. And when you lock that in, that's resolve and and no one argues you about it. Yeah. No one comes at you. There yeah. is no big deal. And you know Most what? Of all in my self. life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in my life my situation is vastly different to yours, probably couldn't be any more different to yours in terms of your decision and my decision. That's just however, how we roll. We're so opposite. Yeah, however, <laughs> I have zero, zero, not even one person, not even a sniff of someone challenging me. Yeah. No one asks, no one cares, no one does anything, no one, not one thing happens to me. Because yep. my resolve is congruent and coherent. I'm not better than you. Mm. We have the exact same thing right now. Mm. Alignment, authenticity yeah. and resolve. Yeah, absolutely. And everyone can have that but have completely different ways that that looks. Mm-hmm. But the aim of the game is to have that in whatever it is that you're doing. Yep. Yep. Cause we're and it's all not different. pushing shit up a hill. No. 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 Not at all. So it went a bit off topic there. but anyway. I know it did. <laughs> it's unusual for us. I could talk about that forever. And I just did a webinar on this topic. So yeah. it's like it's still all very fresh. No, um, it's all it's all good. But when it comes to, to the meat, to the red meats and the white meats, and um, yeah. I think I just touched on, you know, I, read, I eat red meat. And um, I also love the fact that it makes you a bit more conscious of, of what you're doing and when, like what's – 
where are you going with this? What are you doing in the next day or two? Perhaps is that the best choice for this day or for another day? Or It makes you more conscious. It makes you more mindful. It makes you more aware on a, on a really basic level of where you're going and where you're at and just mapping it out a bit if, if that's the way mm. forward for you. Yeah. And it's all about sustainability. Like Sophie mentioned, you know, when you start something, if you start it from a place of where you want to be, but you're not doing it in a loving way and you're not, you're not doing it. Like, I remember you saying, um, you know, like, just be careful what you're doing, whether you think you should be doing it because you should be doing it or because you know that you're doing it from a place of looking after yourself. Yeah. And this is one of those things, like, if you're going to start, like, the BOD, for example, Sophie's program, if you're going to start something like that, whether it's a nutritional exercise program and you're going to start it because you hate yourself right now, eventually... Because you should be doing it. (laughs) Yeah. Eventually, somewhere along the line whether it is at the beginning, the middle or the end, you're going to fuck up. You're going to self-sabotage. You just will. It has to come out somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Because that vibrational frequency still sits inside of you. So the aim is to focus on the vibrational frequency, not the diet and the exercise. Like I coach so many people through things like this with food. They have addictions to food and they're overweight, you know, in some cases obese and they're not healthy and they know it and they are hating themselves. So I'm just quite radical in terms of, okay, we're never going to talk about food again. Mm -hmm. What we're going to do is focus on the frequencies and we're going to course correct your frequencies. We're going to focus on getting rid of some of the stuff that you don't need to hold on to anymore. We're going to focus on raising those frequencies, those vibrations inside of you. And when you raise your vibration, you raise your standards. So What also happens, though, is food vibrates. Everything vibrates. So food vibrates, drinks vibrate, clothes vibrate, cars vibrate, computers, everything around you vibrates. So you have to think of the nutritional value of what they vibrate at. So if you're vibrating at, I hate myself and I suck and I'm fat and I'm useless and I'm unattractive and whatever, then, of course, the food that vibrates at self-loathing, at negative, at pessimistic, at destructive at sad at hopeless what is what does that food look like on a plate it looks like junk food it looks like food that's going to harm us and that is very low um like has basically no macros or micros in it it's just empty food but it's empty but it has a frequency so if we instead don't focus on the food and we instead focus on the frequency that's inside of you that's attracting that frequency of that food, then eventually you'll just notice one day that when you turn around, when was the last time I ate a donut? Yet, yet I'm pretty sure I used to eat them every day. <laughs> but, it, we, but we didn't think about giving up the donut, which would have caused you more trouble than it was worth. But if we focus on the vibrational frequency inside of you and raising that, then you'll notice that you might crave you know, something a little bit better like crackers or something mm. as opposed to a full glazed Krispy Kreme donut. You yeah. know, like maybe yeah. a cracker with a piece of cheese is much better than a donut every day. And it's also, and you might not praise yeah. it as often. No, absolutely. And, and when you do have those days where you, you know, might have a splurge and mess up, when you come from a place of more self-acceptance and self-love for yourself, you're not going to rip yourself a new one and go, I'm useless, I'm a failure, blah, blah, blah. You're going and reach to come, for the chocolate. Yeah, you're going to come from a place where you just 
have a look at what you've done with with a little less judgment. I'm not going to say without because that's really difficult going, you know. Yeah. Um, but just looking at it a little bit more impartial, this is my mindfulness training in, I reckon, coming in. But just being observant of of what, you know, what you've done, what's happened and moving forward from that place um, with love and acceptance and all of that rather than just going, I'm a failure, I suck just because you messed up. I mean, who doesn't? We're all human, you know. Just yeah. allow yourself and it- that. And at that point, if you do, if you're practicing self-worth and your vibration is higher, then what you want to do is reach for the thing that is self-care yeah. rather than reach for the thing that is self-sabotage. Yeah, have a look and at your so choices. When, yeah. yeah, and that's, that's the point where you usually get when you recognize that the tide's turned and that you've now let go of some frequency that no longer serves you. Mm. Um, it's a good and spot so to a be lot of, It is. And so a lot of um, my... My confidence and my self-esteem around um, around doing what I do and doing it professionally, none of it was there until after I until after I became congruent and coherent in in my nutrition. When I started to take it seriously and I started to do it, doing it from a place of wanting to make friends with my physical body, but also wanting to be um, authentic to myself, everything changed after that. And I felt like I could be who I am as a psychic medium. And I felt that I was much more resilient around what people would say or what people would think because I knew who I was and I wasn't on shaky dominoes or like a a playing card tower anymore. I was on like solid ground. Yeah, and that I, and foundational I, work had been done. Done. Yeah. 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 Like no yeah. one could take that from me. It was yeah. there. Yeah, you're so, certain. Hmm. Yeah. And so for anyone who is maybe sometimes experiencing a bit of a stalemate with their abilities. Um, maybe just do a, some of the tweaking that we've mentioned today in terms of like maybe saving one day a week where you sit down and you practice your craft, but you know that that day, if it's a Friday, for example, or a Saturday, then if it's the Friday, then the Wednesday is the last day that I can eat meat and dairy or the Thursday or whatever. Um, and just see if that helps you and see if mm. it improves. And then, you know, that it's just these tiny tweaks. It doesn't mean you have to take it out of your diet completely because you're not a professional and it doesn't mean that you, and also like I'm conditioned and I know what works for me. And I know that on a Friday I can splurge if I want, and I can even do it on a Saturday if I really want to, but I know what I need to do to pull it back on the Sunday and the Monday. And, and I'm not going to rip myself a new one for that. I'm just going to make sure that I'm disciplined because it's my job. Like yeah. you can't go to work drunk. You can't no. go to work tired. You know, you can't go to work jacked up. You just can't because you will get into trouble at your job. Yeah. It's illegal. <laughs> yeah. You have to prepare for what yeah. you are paid to do professionally. Absolutely. You're taking responsibility and for your professional job. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. So if everyone that is, if anyone's experiencing a stalemate, then that's what I would suggest. But then mm-hmm. also, if you're looking to incorporate your abilities into maybe earning money at some point, like maybe going at a psychic fair when we open back up and sitting down and doing a card reading table, or even just working with other people's energy in terms of in terms of being an energy healer, then what I would suggest is that 
um, you really start to think about um, this more seriously in terms of starting to track it and starting to uh, take it take it to the point where you're going to get better at what you do if you get better at understanding the prep to do it. And most of that comes from our nutrition in term, a large chunk of it comes from what we consume in food and drink, but it's not all of it. It's just a large sum of it. So if you want to sustain it for the long haul, you have to do this work. And so sometimes for people who are really struggling, not that you've come to a stalemate, but maybe you really, really, really want to be psychic and you really, really, really <laughs> want to have these abilities and you swear <laughs> you can remember it from when you were little or someone else has got it and you want it, then the, the thing is that you've probably got a lot of frequency going on in there that you just can't sustain it. And mm. you're going to be pushing shit up a hill until you figure out that frequency. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It just sounded like you were speaking to me then for a second. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't, I didn't mean to, but if that's what you got from that, then so be it. (laughs) No, it was just funny. It made me laugh. (laughs) So funny. Oh, good. You're like, okay. (laughs) You don't even need to. You got me. Oh, I know. Exactly. I'm, I'm cool. (laughs) You got me doing the hard stuff. That's like when, when shit goes down for me medically, I got you doing the hard stuff. You're my, you're my go-to and I'm your go-to. We, we, we got each other. I love you. <laughs> I love you too. And we love you <laughs> listeners. This has been a long chat, but it's, it's good to be back on the airwaves and in the ear holes and all of that. And next week we're going to do like a full 180 because yes. we have a special guest. Let's talk about it real quick. Okay. I don't want to say who it is, but I'm more okay. than welcome, more than happy to give some hints and then maybe our listeners can let us know through <laughs> the comments who they think it might be. Because it's going to be a crossover. Um, we're going to release the interview on Turns Out She's Psychic. We're also going to release it as a bonus pretty much straight away on Turns Out It's Haunted. But yes, still also really release another episode on Turns Out It's Haunted as well. Yeah. And Maybe. you guys didn't get an episode of Turns Out It's Haunted last week, which yes. was thanks to my migraine. So sorry. We did a skip But we're going to give you a bonus one to make up yep. for it. Do you know, um, real quick, I um, propositioned Matt. Shannon was busy. Did but I prop- propositioned my Maddie Woo! and said, oh, will you just be my audience while, because I have uh, an episode prepped. And he said, <laughs> he thought about it, bless him, but he's like, oh, oh no, I don't think I really, I'm not quite there to yet. To record. With it all. Yeah, to record. <gasps> just so we could get an app out for 10 That would have been awesome. Uh, yeah, but he's like, no, I'm just happy editing right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Maddie. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a little bit audio shy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Aww, cute. That's cute. Yeah. But anyway, back to our special guest. Um, You could have always tried my Maddie. He would be busting his balls to get on. Oh, had I known. Next time. <laughs> he was busy taking care of me, though. Anyway. Yeah, true. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm going to give three hints as to who our guest is next week. And feel free to guess, not you, because you know, but feel free to guess, <laughs> listeners, and let us know in the comments, and we'll see yep. if you're right. But he is an Australian, um, I want to call royalty <laughs> in the paranormal world. 
Um, he has had his face. So he has been in plenty and plenty of um, shows and um, news broadcasts and radio interviews, even a few podcasts here and there. So he's very, very, very well known and you can find him if you look. Um, and what else? What's another one? Um, I don't know. You said three. <laughs> I know. I thought it would be easier than so this Australian without giving it away. Royalty. Uh-huh. Very well known. So he's a he's an author. He's an author. Yep. He's a historian. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's very well known, like outside of the paranormal world as well, for his historical his okay. historical work. Right. Um. So there's another little hint. Um, and, oh, um, he, oh, okay, can we just leave it at two hints? Two hints, done. <laughs> I mean, my head was hurting. I couldn't good. think of another one without giving it away. There's one that's sitting there. I'm like, if I say this, everyone's going to Google it. Yeah. <laughs> No, but that's cool because we're recording it in a couple of days' time. It's going to get released the following week and we're uber excited and pumped and, again, so lucky that we get to talk to these people on our podcast. I know. I can't wait to quiz him and find out all the juicy juicy insides of, of his experience doing what he does because he must have some serious stories. I can't wait to hear him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I can't, I can't wait to see whether or not his voice creeps me out. Like, oh, with, like whether it's I've a spooky heard voice before, and it's not, it's not, sc- it's, it's not. not. No, it sounds like a radio announcer voice. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I, I remember hearing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yep. what I remember hearing of his voice. But you know how it's different when you're talking to someone. Yeah, it's like the feeling that you get when people speak to you, I don't know, maybe it's because my senses are always so heightened, but when people talk to me, they make me feel a certain way and I can't wait to see whether or not I get all freaked out from him. Oh, maybe. (laughs) Like freaky vibes. Cool. I can't wait for that. Yeah. So go listen to the episode last week if you haven't and get excited about the episode next week (laughs) that's coming. And we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Absolutely, all of that. Take care, dear listeners. We love you. Bye. Bye. If you'd like to send us one of your ghost stories or if you have a question for me or for Laura, send us a Gmail at tospsychic at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at turnsout underscore she's psychic and over on Facebook at tospodcast.